Food Heals Nation, what have you been doing lately when it comes to truly caring for your skin? Have you tried any of the light therapy facials or the LED masks? I've shared on this show how I use lasers to completely remove my brown spots in the past, and I love anything that can help me with wrinkles or blemishes or redness or scars. I find a lot of great products on YouTube that I test out, and I've just discovered a new brand. It's called Lima, and when you see the before and afters on YouTube, you're going to be a convert too. They are changing the way that you care for your skin on actually a profoundly scientific level. This is the Lima laser. It's the world's most powerful clinic grade cosmetic laser device and the only laser FDA cleared for at home use. Why this is important is because I was spending, I'm not going to tell you how much, way too much money years ago when I was getting rid of those brown spots when I was really healing my skin. And now This same type of technology is available at home, and I'm here for it. I am so excited. So this is a near-infrared laser light that penetrates deep into the dermis, simultaneously working on your fat, muscle, and bone to give you like a non-surgical facelift. It transforms your skin. It helps skin issues like wrinkles, sagging, blemishes, pigmentation, redness, breakouts, and scars. And it does this with zero damage, zero pain, and zero downtime. And I remember the lasers that I used to do, they did have some downtime, so this is great. Make sure to check out some of the before and after photos on the website so you can see what I'm talking about. They have YouTube videos too. But the reason it's groundbreaking is it uses that near-infrared low-level light technology, which is completely cold and painless, and it's 100 times more powerful than an LED. And the craziest part is you can even use it with a full face of makeup. So check it out for yourself. Visit lima.life. L is for live. Y is for younger. M is for masterful. A is for approved, and learn more about the Lima Laser. If you're interested in trying one today, you can sign up for their newsletter. Tell them that Food Heals sent you, and please let me know if you order one. I want to hear about your results. Again, it's lima.life, L-Y-M-A dot life. Y'all, oh my God, Food Heals Nation, I just got the softest sheets and pajama set from Cozy Earth, and I had to go and get you a discount code too, so that you could experience the coziness as well. You can visit CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEALS, and you'll get an exclusive 35% off. So Cozy Earth, it's like your one-stop shop for what they call the luxury she deserves. So listen up, guys, because... This could make a great gift for that special someone, your girlfriend, your wife, the mother in your life. And don't forget, Mother's Day will be here before we know it. So get a gift for the mom or moms. Here's a nice little gift you could ask for. Anyways, let's start with the sheets to transform your sleep. The coolest thing about Cozy Earth Bedding is that it is temperature regulating. So you stay cool, which is so important when you're sleeping. Plus they are just so soft. It feels like I'm sleeping on a cloud. Plus I love the cozy earth quality and longevity promise. All products come with a 100 night sleep trial and a 10 year warranty. So incorporating cozy earth products into your self-care routine can enhance your sleep quality and just overall wellness. So Again, this is the luxury you deserve. You can treat yourself to the ultimate in comfort and indulgence with Cozy Earth bedding and sleepwear and prioritize your self-care and sleep health. 
And while you're at it, don't forget to check out the Bamboo Pajama Set. It was awarded Oprah's Favorite Things in 2019, so you know it's good. I love the softness and breathability of the fabric, and it has these really great side pockets. And don't forget that by supporting our sponsors, you support this show. Head over to CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEALS for an exclusive 35% off, and go get your mom the luxury she deserves on Mother's Day at CozyEarth.com with promo code FOODHEALS. Food Heals Podcast, episode 102. My secret weapon is, it used to be soy sauce. And, you know, we still use soy sauce every now and then, but you want to be careful because of the sodium and stuff. Mm-hmm. But Bragg's Liquid Amino. Yes, I was just going to say that! Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals Podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Heals Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put down the Ben and Jerry's, get off the couch, and take a walk outside. If you experience any of these symptoms, tell your Facebook friends immediately. All right. Welcome, Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining us. I'm Allison Melody. And I'm Susie Hardy. Today, we're talking to Corey Warren, the man behind the blog and podcast, Lean Green Dad. And pretty much like most people we have on the show, Corey's focus on wellness started because he had a personal experience with dis-ease, and he decided to change his approach. Dis-ease. Dis-ease. <laughs> That's right. Before he got married, his wife was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis. After being diagnosed, both Corey and his wife were left with fear, misinformation, and uncertainty, but instead of just accepting it, they both decided to look at how they ate to see if that could make her feel better. Not only was his wife able to taper off her medications, but as a competitive athlete, Corey saw a difference in his own performance as well. Now, as a healthy family of five, Corey and his family focus on remaining lean and green. Lean and green. (laughs) And he's passionate about helping people, mostly parents, who have overscheduled busy lives to maintain a balance of nutrition, fitness, and overall wellness. But before we get to that, we're going to tell you about our sponsor. Our sponsor today is the Global Healing Center. I don't think Food Heals Nation has ever heard of them, have they? No, never. Not by us. No, 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 no. (laughs) Global Healing Center was founded by Dr. Group, who is just such an amazing guy. And he promotes the holistic way of life that we promote. And so all their products, like whenever I need something, I just go and I see if Global Healing Center has it because I know if they carry it, that it's trusted. Like I get all my digestive enzymes from them. Everyone knows I get the parfait massage from them. Everyone knows I love the aqua spirit refreshing spray. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I just got their NutriCool. It's uh, something you rub on aches and pains. So like I've been doing this intense Pilates lately. So the NutriCool is like what you rub when you're really sore. So that's been great. And I just trust their brand more than most other supplement companies. Love their products. Yeah. So you can get 20% off any Global Healing Center product by going to globalhealingcenter.com and using the coupon code FOODHEALS. Next up, our interview with Corey. The Food Heals Podcast starts now. Today we're here with Corey Warren, also known as the Lean Green Dad. Corey is a blogger. His blog, by the same name, Lean Green Dad, is a lifestyle blog with creative and effervescent content about food, family, and fun. And of course, Corey is a fellow podcaster with his Lean Green Dad podcast. We love interviewing other podcasters. 
He is a one-stop shop for all of our listeners with families who are, of course, wanting to keep their spouses and kids healthy and therefore happy. Welcome, Corey. What's up, ladies? You guys have an awesome show, and I am so glad to be a part of it. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for... Oh, our dogs are great. Thank you. Right for- on. Yeah, welcome. welcome. All dogs are welcome. Uh, I think Charlotte wants to be okay, let go Maybe Susie's going to let her. Sorry about that. They're just no, excited to have you here. Heck yeah, they're they're happy that we're all, you know, vegan and, and plant-based. So I know. Tough. They definitely are. All right. So tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, and what you do. Oh, who am I? Well, for, first... <laughs> I'm definitely a husband first, and uh, that is my full-time job, but I'm also a father mm-hmm. of three amazing kids under the age of seven years old, and uh, while I do all of that husband and father stuff, I also, from time to time, get the chance to you know, compete in some normal events. I'm not a professional athlete or anything like that, or, uh, but I am very competitive, but I compete with myself. And um, I get to do some triathlons every now and then, you know, some half marathons. And my most recent love is is getting back to the gym and lifting weights, which I haven't done in so long. But um, with all that stuff, I just I'm a lean green dad in the sense that our whole family is vegan, plant based. And uh, we just have great, fun, exciting content on our blog to help inspire other families who are super busy to make the right choices when it comes to food and uh, really just get the most out of life. So that's a little bit about me and, and what I do. Well, we think that's fabulous. And, you know, I feel like it is rare to find a full family that is fully vegan, like usually like the brother is not or the mom is not or something like that. So how did you get your family to or did they get you? Like, how did this happen? Yeah, well, I've always been a person that cares about how their body feels, whether it be I started, you know, lifting weights in the gym when I was like 14 years old. So I was like this super skinny little dude. And mm-hmm. I just wanted to put some muscle on, you know, and, and when you're 14, you're like, Oh, I just want to look good. Right. And yeah. <laughs> so that was happening. And I slowly transitioned into, you know, being a little bit older and but still caring about my body and then ended up, you know, finding my wife and continued to work out and stay fit because it felt good and I liked the way I looked and everything. But then, yeah, six months right before we were to be married, she was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis, which is a bowel disorder. And it's one of those diseases that people are really suffering in silence just all across America with this. And, you know, it's one of those diseases just like a couple others, doctors, Western doctors are just like, oh, we have, we have no idea how you got it. We have no idea how to treat it, but I'll tell you what, there's five drugs for this. We're not sure which one's going to work, but let's throw all of them at you and let's just see which one sticks. We'll start with number one. Okay, let's do it. What what a a great approach. I was just going to say, what a great approach. We spent too much time together. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And it's like, you know, here we are, we're left with this, this diagnosis and what, what do we do? So First thing we did, we started a support group in our local area. We're from Orlando, Florida. And so we started a group here and now we've got like 250 people and it's this great group and we're supportive of each other and there for each other. And, you know, what did you call yourselves? (laughs) We (laughs) called ourselves down with the seas. Because I was thinking of something like the bowel brigade or like, 
Oh, how about the Toiletiers? That's the our walkathon. Thing. That's nice. Yeah, we That's got, we got really a great creative. logo for that. No, but, you know, it was just a great area to start to have that support when it just wasn't there. And as we continued to dive deeper into the research and understanding of what could be causing this, the food just made sense. I mean, the food that we're putting inside of our body had to have some effect on these diseases. So we made the switch after, you know, we watched Forks Over Knives and that, of course, inspired us. And we read a bunch of different books and decided, you know, hey, we need to make this switch. So it wasn't that hard. We weren't eating that much meat anyways. And everybody always says that, right? Whenever you say you're vegan or you talk about being vegan, like people are like, well, I don't even eat that much meat anyways. Mm-hmm. Or they say like, oh, well, I don't, I don't even eat red meat anymore. That's so gross. Like there's this massive difference between red meat and chicken mm-hmm. or something, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we just made the transition and it worked. We went about, I'd say 75% plant-based, 75% you know, vegan, whatever you want to call it. And then after our daughter was born, we went 100% vegan when she was about two years old. So up until two years old, she had had like a slice of bacon, but only when we were out. And eventually we were like, forget this, this is ridiculous. You know, why are we feeding our kid this? And this is, this is not good. We know this information. Let's just stop. So my two sons who were born after her, they've been vegan since birth and it's just how we roll and it, it feels great. We just, we love it and we're going to keep doing it. So can we back up just a little bit? When your wife was diagnosed, when she was dealing with the ulcerative colitis, how did that, because we were just having a, another interview with someone who was talking about Crohn's disease. What were you told about ulcerative colitis? What were the, we were, you already talked about there were five the prognosis, drugs. but what was she dealing with and how did she feel after you guys made the switch? Yeah. What was she dealing with? Well, they tell you, first of all, that whatever medication ends up working, you're going to need to take for the rest of your life. Right, right. right. And that's something that was just completely unacceptable for us right from the beginning. So there's that. Good for you. Yeah. And, you know, as far as like symptoms, I mean, you name it, it's all the embarrassing stuff that nobody wants to talk about, right? And that's what makes these diseases so horrible. It's like you're dealing with bloody stools, you're dealing with mucus and pain and all of these things coming out of your butt and you're Mm. like, oh my gosh, this is repulsive. You know, I'm in a relationship here. Mm -hmm. What's this supposed to be like when we're being intimate? I mean, all these kind of things just pop up. So they just wreak havoc on a, a marriage and a relationship. But we decided that you know, the, the food she was eating again was causing this inflammation in her body. And Mm -hmm. so we wanted to eat a bit more, you know, people say alkaline, you know, whatever you want to call it, it's just easier for the body to work with. It takes so much energy and effort for the body to digest meat. And for what benefit, you know, and for what the protein, I mean, there's so many other protein rich sources out there. So we just found these other protein rich leafy greens and, and whole grains and, Nuts, seeds, beans, legumes, fruits, veggies, all these different things that have not only protein, but so many other wonderful nutrients. And it was so much easier on her body. The fiber helped. She was going to the bathroom more regularly. She eventually stopped seeing blood. Now, she did take the medication. I think it's important to emphasize that Western doctors, we do need them Mm -hmm. because there's sometimes that, you know, in emergency situations like bleeding, for goodness sake, if you're bleeding, 
you need to take something to stop the bleeding immediately, mm-hmm. but you don't take it for the rest of your life. Exactly. You, know? you don't take steroids for the rest of your life. That's going to kill you. You know, you take them temporarily like a, a steroid to help stop the bleeding, a medical steroid to help stop the bleeding. And then you get back to a healthy lifestyle. You have to take responsibility for your disease and say, okay, I'm going to take the proper steps to get back to good and really keep it that way. And that's what we did. And it really worked out well for her. I mean, I'm so happy that you did that and you were able to discover what what would work because I feel like so many people struggle for so many years, whether it's with drugs, whether it's with food, whether it's with whatever, and finding that perfect combination when it's really the truth is the name of this podcast that food heals, right? Right. But it's hard for people to discover that and to figure out what which foods heal. And it's what we have learned through doing this podcast is the vegan diet is the most healing diet on the planet and heals so many things. And I should say plant-based because you can eat Oreos and you can eat, you know, a lot of junk food on a vegan diet, but eating mostly plant-based, eating whole foods come from nature that are organic really can heal so many conditions. And the drugs are only a band-aid temporary solution in most cases. And so I think that is so important. And the more people realize that, the more that they they realize their health is in their hands and they have power over this disease. Mm, it's true. It's true. And it feels so good once you understand that you have the power. You're not a victim. You don't have to sit back and wait for something to heal you. You can actually take initiative, take responsibility. But a lot of people don't know where to start. And it can be so overwhelming in the beginning because there's a study out there to combat anything that you say right yes, now. Right? You know, it's so like, true. Oh, well, this scientific, you know, I post something on Facebook. It's like this scientific study says eating vegan is the best diet for you. And then I've got one that says this scientific study says eating a bacon, egg and cheeseburger every single day will, will keep you alive. And it's like, well, what are we talking about here? You know, you got to look at sample sizes. You got to look at who paid for the test. And, who sponsored uh, the study? It's there all about is, the money. I've mentioned this book before, but when I was in college, I was a psych major at UC Berkeley and I had to take statistics and we were given two books. One was like a regular statistics textbook. The other was called How to Lie with Statistics. Nice. And yeah, <laughs> and it basically showed how you could prove A or the opposite of A with the same study. Depending mm. on how you skewed it. So mm. there you go. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's scary. But, you know, ultimately, that's what I try to help with is, you know, you talk about everybody's busy, right? I mean, we all wear our busy like a badge of honor on a daily basis. Right. Like, everybody's busy. I don't, I, when I'm talking to groups or whatever, I, I ask someone, I'm like, raise your hand if you have extra time on your hands. And you know who it is that raises their hands? It's retired people. I was just going to say seniors. <laughs> Boom. That's, I'm like, and I always say, are you retired? And then we give them a round of applause because that's how it should be, you know? Yeah, yeah. But nobody has extra time. So my goal is just to help these people that are stopping by McDonald's with their kids in the minivan because they don't think that they have the time or the willpower or the effort to make a healthy choice when they get home. And trust me, I have been there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am living it right now. Today, I got three kids in three separate childcare situations. Mm. One's in elementary school. She goes until three o'clock, which is great. 
One's in VPK, which only goes till 1145. Then I have to transport him to another location. Mm -hmm. And then I've got a baby that goes to a daycare. I mean, he's one year old. So, you know, between those three. That's your whole day. (laughs) I get it, dude. You, You come home, you're exhausted. And so my recipes are quick, but they're also mainly whole food plant-based options for busy parents to really put these things together, have your kids eat them and feel good when you put them to bed, knowing that you fueled them to start the next day all over again. You know, when they come to the breakfast table, they're not lethargic, they're not beat up, they've gotten enough sleep and they've gotten some solid plant-based nutrition that you can put them to bed feeling confident that you've given them the best chance possible to fight off the school colds, to fight off a tummy ache or whatever ailments kids have. I mean, they always have an ailment of some sort. Right. They're little <laughs> Petri dishes. Exactly. So <laughs> that, that's why I exist. And I just have a blast doing it. Okay. So let's get into some examples. So if someone like you were talking about the person that goes through the drive through what is something quick and easy that a dad or a mom could put together for three kids quickly and affordably? Yeah. Great, great ideas include quinoa. I mean, everybody loves quinoa and it's like so hot now. It's like the celebrity. I just saw like Payways doing introducing quinoa. Yeah, quinoa is the new kale. (laughs) Oh my goodness. But it is, it is relatively easy to cook. I mean, you can stop by any grocery store and get a frozen bag of quinoa, which I mean, you want to talk about, you're cutting 50% of your time off of something that's already quick to make. It takes 12 minutes to make quinoa fresh, you know, in the saucepan. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have the time, there's a bag out there that you can microwave in three minutes. It'll steam it real nicely. And, um, you know, whether you use a microwave or not, you know, I know people, some people are weird about microwaves. I'm Uh, I'm I'm, kind of anti-microwave. I'm anti-microwave. But, you know, (laughs) but if you're going to do it, but but if you need to use it, I'm not going to say I don't use it because sometimes I I need to. I feel that, you know, I totally understand. And, um, there's something weird about having something that's like radioactive in your house. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres that. said, anything that cooks without fire is from the devil. And it was a joke, <laughs> but it, it makes me laugh because it's, it's it funny. Make, yeah, it's kind of it's funny. It's true. But I mean, you know, I, I use it to microwave like my tea in the morning if I want a cup of water and I don't want to put it in the stovetop steamer, you know, the thing that whistles for a tea kettle, you know, whatever. Yeah, no, but I know. I do have one and I rotate, you know, I rotate. Yeah, sometimes. So, all right. Sometimes we use them. So what's your favorite <laughs> type of quinoa? Because there's different types. Oh my gosh. I like the ones that are mixed with barley and everything else. Because there's like red and white and black, right? There's different yeah, types of quinoa. Yeah, just mix it all together. I all say of just them. mix it all together. Okay. I should go back and say like, I'm not talking like just quinoa, like just make quinoa for your family, although you totally could and it would be a complete meal just because of how balanced it is. But my go-to for the kids is broccoli and quinoa. Mm. And you know, when I say that, most people are like, oh yeah, sure, rock star. My kid hates broccoli. How do you get your kid to eat broccoli? And I'm like, I totally feel you. I understand that. You know, would they consider eating it if, you know, two things. One, if you had like a secret weapon that if you put this secret weapon on it, it would not only be nutritionally beneficial to them, but it would also make it taste better, Mm -hmm. right? Would they eat it? And so that's the question. Or maybe there's something they could dip the broccoli in that would make it really good. And so that's two things. And I'll tell you what my secret weapon is there in a second. And the third thing is 
maybe you need to work on the marketing of it, right? Because <laughs> brand it. Parent, the way the parental marketing is a big deal. And if they take a bite of that broccoli, they will be a superhero for the night. Mm. They will have supersonic vision that they will be able to see across the house. And, you know, I'm t- they, they put it in their mouth, they chew it, and I'm like, oh my gosh, your eyes look totally different right now. Do, do you have superhero eyes right now? And they're like, yeah, daddy, look at my superhero eyes. And they're like, look in the end. And even so easy, like, bro, are you, like I'll say to my son, he's five, I'll be like, bro, look at that muscle. Did, have you been working out? He'll be like, <laughs> yeah. And he's got this little voice, like, yeah. Um, I'm like, show me that muscle, bro. Oh my gosh. Look at, and I'm like, look at daddy's muscle. Man, if you keep eating this broccoli, you're going to have a muscle just like daddy. And he's like, yeah, you know, I'm going to eat this broccoli. So those are three different things. And, you know, to go back to number one there, my secret weapon is it used to be soy sauce. And, you know, we still use soy sauce every now and then, but you want to be careful because of the sodium and stuff. Mm-hmm. But Bragg's liquid amino. Yes, I was just going to say that. Dude, that. oh my That's what amazing. I do. Did we just like, blow are out you your kidding me? I can give my kid amino acids <laughs> that are the building blocks of protein. And yes. it's like this secret thing that they will absolutely love. Yeah, you sold. Yeah. So that's kind of what I do for that. And there's also wonderfully quick products out there. There's some great brands out there that I talk about every now and then that you can make very, very quickly. You guys heard of Gardein? Yeah. So, you know, Gardein uses canola oil, which again, is kind of like a disclaimer. It's like, you know, eh, you want to limit any kind of oils as much as possible, as long as you're aware of them. I mean, they're just fat. They're just free fat, you know, Mm -hmm. like what, 4,000 calories a pound or something like that. It's like, but hey, maybe you're slammed. Maybe you're going to a party where they're having burgers and they have these great black bean sliders that, you Mm -hmm. know, I'll throw in the toaster oven and put a little organic ketchup on there for the kids and they love them. And it's great, you know, put a side of non-GMO sweet corn with it and boom, you've got a great meal and the kids love it and it's well balanced and it's I'm, killer. I'm getting hungry right now. <laughs> Corey, I want to I wanna applaud you. Allison, I need applause. Ready? Woo! Okay, because I feel like this is the what you were talking about, about the marketing. Of the superhero. The, of the superhero yeah. and like talking to your kids about food. And that was one of the questions we had for you because I feel like parents nowadays, and again, I'm always going to put this disclaimer in. I'm not a parent yet myself. However, the way my parents approached food was, this is what we cooked for you. It's healthy and you're going to eat it. And right. Not that you have to have the totalitarianism that I grew up with, but I learned, okay, this is good food and I I eat not just for taste, but I also eat for health. And so Mm -hmm. when, again, when you explain to kids or you show, you tell them just how, how you did where, oh, look at daddy's muscle and you got your muscle and your super eyes. And it's like, your your kids will learn from what you teach them as opposed to treating them like they're terrorists and you have to feed them what they demand on cue. Yeah. You know, I yeah. think that's really important. And my kids are not perfect. I'm telling you, there's sometimes that they uh, just don't like what I made. But, you know, I have a decision to make. Am I going to am I going to make them something else like genuinely feeling bad that I made something too spicy for them? Yeah, I might do that, mm-hmm. you know, because spices yeah. with kids, it's, it's tough. You yeah, know? yeah. But oftentimes I'll be like, guys, this is dinner. And if you don't want to eat it, I'm sorry, I'm not making another dinner. This is a great meal and you're going to eat it. If you don't want to eat it, that's fine, but I will not be making anything else. Yeah, and it is and it isn't, it isn't. Like I was watching an Anthony Bourdain where he went to Vietnam 
And the, the amount of spice they eat from birth <laughs> versus what, you know, it's a, it's a cultural difference, but it's like, that's what they're used to. That's their food. So it's like, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like American kids, you know, they'll, they'll ask for something different and it's how you approach it and how you say, no, just like you said, yeah. this is what daddy made. Yeah, it's true. And I want to go back and talk about, you know, the whole marketing thing with the marketing thing. A lot of people think that I'm trying to like deceive my kids or trick them into eating. And it's not about that. It's no. just a, a, about a way to make it fun. And when I do talk to my kids, I mean, there's so many different layers and levels to it. I mean, Kids understand the animal rights, animal activist side of it like so easily. Mm -hmm. You talk, if you tell any kid that the hamburger that they are eating, the meat hamburger they are eating came from a cow, they will be so freaked out that they will not eat it. We've seen the videos online where the parents are going, oh, that's chicken. And they're like, what? What?" (laughs) Like, and they're bawling, crying because that is their inherent understanding. Like, why would you hurt an innocent animal for me to eat? Yeah. So there's that aspect of it. And then in addition to that, you know, going a step further, it's what it does for the planet and how you're helping the planet and how you're helping yourself. You know, there's always, you know, the three things. I mean, there's three reasons why people become plant-based, you know, the animals, the planet, or your own personal health. And yep. whatever reason you choose, you're, it's a win, you know? So yeah. go for it. Whatever you choose is going to be great. And your kids will follow your lead. And they, in turn, I mean, all my kids are little ambassadors and they are helping change the world one by one too, because my daughter finally, I mean, she's seven years old and I wanted to just jump up and scream. She finally asked me to make her a salad for her lunch. Mm-hmm. And so I made her a vegan Caesar with chickpeas and Yum. it had, it had <laughs> chickpeas and fresh avocado and fresh, like really yummy, crisp romaine lettuce. And I even made croutons out of Ezekiel toast. It was killer. Wow. That's awesome. Is that on your blog? I need to look that up. <laughs> it will be. Yeah, it will be. I'm, I'm working on my book and we'll talk about that later. It's going to be okay, a, great. Small, a small little book, but awesome. So I put that together for her and yeah, she brought it to school and she opened it up and this girl goes, ew, that's gross. <laughs> Actually, I think she said that's disgusting. <laughs> and my daughter's telling me, you know, every day I pick her up. I'm like, so how was lunch today or how was school? And she's like, yeah, whoever it was, Juliana or whatever, said, my lunch was disgusting. And I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, she's entitled to her opinion. What did you say? And she's like, I told her she needs to mind her own business and respect <laughs> other people's food choices. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Wow. My girl. And then she's like, and then I also told her it was delicious, and I ate the whole thing right in front of her. <laughs> Good for her. I love her so much. That's awesome. What's your daughter's name? Her name's Izzy, and you know, it's, I did a podcast with her, and it's like cool. ridiculous. Peta shared it and everything. I was at a dance competition with her, and I was like, oh, man, I don't have a, a show idea for this week. And so I put her on the mic in a hotel room, and I'm like, look, let's just talk. I did not feed her any lines or anything, and I just asked her why she's vegan and you know how she feels and to give me some quick tips for other kids. And the stuff that she came out with was hilarious. I was it's episode 37, you know, if you want to. Yes, I want to hear this so much. It was, it was so funny. I need to change it from my old branding. Back in episode 37, I think we're on episode like 80 something now. It's, yeah. I was under a different name, but it's still it's still here, so we still it's still part of the Lean Green Dad family on the on the website. You can find it. So. I would love to hear that interview. That sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> 
She's very funny. Okay, so let's go into entrepreneurship and building this brand. So you discovered your passion for health and veganism and helping your family. And then when did you decide to kind of turn this into a business? Great question. Yeah, I have some experience in in my past in working for, you know, corporate America. I worked with Disney and Universal and a couple others because I'm an Orlando boy. And I mean, Mm -hmm. with 65,000 employees here, it's like, Okay, if you haven't worked for Disney in the past, then there's something weird, you know, if you live in Orlando. That's funny. Okay. uh, So I did the Disney thing and then I transitioned into working with nonprofits, which is just so fulfilling and wonderful. And Mm -hmm. this all the time I was involved in working with corporate sponsors. And so I kind of learned what they want, what's important to them, how to give them return on investment or ROI. And so I started to work with brands and after a while, I and mean, I've been doing my blog for about a year and a half, two years. And after a while, I, you know, built up some type of following, a modest following and said, Hey, these are my metrics. These are the demographics that I'm hitting. And, um, I'd love to work with you. And it's been really successful finding the right person and really being able to successfully pitch myself. And, um, yeah, it's worked out. And that's kind of the way that I make my small amount of money that I do from the blog. And then I also have a full-time job. And, um, you know, eventually I'm sure the two will completely merge together and, and I'll be able to sustain a living off of doing the blog too. But really why I started this is not really from money. And I think you'll get that from most bloggers. I started this to, to help people, like truly help busy people. Just like we started the support group for people with Crohn's and colitis. It's, we want to start a movement and just be part of this wonderful vegan plant-based movement to be accepting and open and welcoming to let people know, Hey, you don't have to have a vegan card. You don't have to be a card carrying member to try this. And it's inclusive and welcoming and, you know, we can help you. And and that's why we do it. So the rest will take care of itself. Absolutely. That's why Susie and I started the podcast because we just had such a passion to get the information out there. And then it turns out that, you know, you start building a tribe and people want more and more and more. And so it becomes your responsibility to provide all the information you can and to interview experts such as yourself who are doing this every day. And so that we can share that knowledge with others. And so it's definitely not about the money, but it is about the sharing and helping and you know, expanding and learning. We learn sure. so much all the time. I love learning. Like I'm in a classroom, you know, twice a week when we're learning from our podcast guests. And so it's it's been such a great journey. So we completely relate to what you're doing. And then can you tell us a little bit about what happened with, because I love stories like this, because this is a problem. This is probably going to happen once you start getting bigger with a brand. What happened with Iron Dad, your original brand? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I started off as Iron Dad and uh, I called myself the real Iron Dad. Mm -hmm. And uh, the reason I did that was because when my kids were one and three years old, I competed and finished the Ironman triathlon. And the hardest part about it was being a present father. And, you know, it's -hmm. it's 140 miles. Took me 16 hours to complete the race. Oh, my God. 140 miles. It was insane. I mean, it was it's a two mile swim in the ocean, followed by Mm -hmm. a 112 mile bike and then a full 26 mile marathon. So the race is no joke. No joke. You know, for just a normal everyday dude to, you know, train for it and then compete in it after never doing 
anything like that before. It was a feat that I was super proud of. And absolutely, uh, as you should be. I can't even imagine. <laughs> it was crazy. And my kids, you know, they called me Iron Dad throughout the Aww. the training process and everything else. So all my friends were like, "Oh man, that's a really catchy, you know, name. You should start something." So. I started blogging and started doing it under that and uh, things got going really well and people just really resonated and uh, I ended up getting a cease and desist letter from the Ironman triathlons themselves <laughs> and they were you know, taking claim to the name Iron Dad and uh, the US Patent and Trademark Office did not have a record of them you know, using that term up until they found me. So, Of course, you know, of course. It, I could have fought it and I could have, you know, probably won and, and not had to do anything. But I decided to take something that was a bit of a challenging situation and make it a positive. And I just completely spun and rebranded. And this is on my blog. I blogged about it, the whole experience. And, you know, I don't want to slander or say anything negative about, you know, the Ironman triathlon, what they're doing. Of I course. actually feel bad for them because I was one of their biggest fans. I mean, I could have been a huge you could ambassador. have been an asset to them. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I would have loved to work with them. But, you know, unfortunately, the first bit of communication that I received from them was, hey, shut everything down, you know, and it's unfortunate, but it is what it is. And I changed my branding and secured all my trademarks. And now I'm lean green dad. And boy, I, I just could not be any happier. It's It's been a wonderful shift. And the lesson learned from that is, Make sure before you go out and you start something, you search the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office trademark database mm -hmm. because you might think that you have a great original idea, but if there's a trademark out there that exists, then you need to be very careful about what you do and how far you want to go with it. I mean, I've got big plans for Lean Green Dad and... Um, it's not just something that I do as a hobby. This is something that's going to turn into an extension of my career. And so I really want to make sure that everything's solid. And, you know, I started an LLC and I have a separate bank account now mm -hmm. for Lean Green Dad. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's all a process that you learn along the way. And I just take it as a learning lesson and, and move forward, onward and upward. And, and there you go. Well, I love the title, the name Lean Green Dad. I think it's fabulous. Susie and I were telling you earlier. And did you end up trademarking that name? So now, you know, you're the one sending the cease and desist letters in the future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd probably have a conversation with somebody before I send them a cease and desist. But of course you would. I'm just joking. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, everything was submitted. Everything's in there. So it's just a matter of time. Once you submit for a trademark and everything's being reviewed there. It takes several, several, several months for everything to go through, but it is on a clear path and, and things are looking good enough for me to, you know, talk about it and say, yeah, it's, it's feeling really good. So. Well, that's yeah. awesome. Well, we love the brand and we're happy to help you promote it, but we'll be right back with Corey's tips for healthy meal planning. Today's show is sponsored by the Global Healing Center. You know them. We talk about them all the time. You know that all their products are organic, are free of GMOs, use no toxic ingredients, are eco-friendly. And you know that I'm obsessed with their Parfait Visage. And I'm obsessed with their Aqua Spirit Refreshing Spray. And you know we scored a discount code for you to get 20% off of their products. Yep. Use coupon code FOODHEALS to get 20% off plus free shipping on your purchase at globalhealingcenter.com. 
You are listening to the Food Hills Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. All right, we're back with Corey Warren, the Lean Green Dad. Corey knows firsthand just how busy things get when you have kids. As a father of three, I'd say he gets it. He gets it. (laughs) But he believes it isn't so hard to set your family on the path to eating well. So, Corey, tell us, how do we do it? How do we teach our children to eat well for their health? How do we do it at our house? Well, at our house, meal planning would be wonderful if I had the time to sit down every Sunday and and do a meal plan and uh, do a day-by-day, you know, layout of what we're going to do. There's, you know, pie charts and templates and calendars that you can download from some of my fellow blogging mommies and colleagues out there. But for me, if I do plan anything, I plan dinner. Mm -hmm. Dinner is the hardest meal of the day because it's the one that smacks you in the face after a busy day, right? So I'll lay out, okay, we're going to have spaghetti or we're going to have, you know, if we want to have a cheat night and do like a grilled cheese, not real cheese, but, you know, vegan cheese Mm -hmm. with tomato soup or something like that. Or we would do, like I said before, quinoa with veggies or I've got a great brown rice pasta that I do that has an assortment of veggies with some wonderful marinara sauce. You know, all of these things are are things that are kind of our staples, beans and rice. I mean, that's like the perfect meal right there. So if I can just lay out five of those meals and say, okay, on this day, we're going to have Italian or on this day, we're going to have Mexican and we're going to do, you know, a walnut taco night or something like that, then it just really works well. So if I do have the time to do that, I'll do it on Sunday night. But typically Sunday nights are for my wife and I to meet about the week and decide who's picking up who from (laughs) where. (laughs) And that kind of determines who's doing dinner. So I guess you could consider that our meal planning, although very rarely do we get to say, okay, I'm doing this on this day and this on this day. I think when you're doing your meals, and this is one of the biggest tips that I share with people is think of your meals in fours, right? In fours, meaning each meal has four components to think about. You should think about having a fruit, a vegetable, a protein, and a grain of some sort. And that could look like anything. For instance, for your protein, you could have some kind of beans, some kind of black beans, maybe a nice black beans roasted with you know, some homemade mole sauce or something. And that's a bit too much if you don't have a lot of time, but some homemade mole sauce. And what do you put on top of that? Well, you can put an avocado on top of that. And I know it sounds crazy. Most people don't think of it, but an avocado is technically a fruit, right? Yeah, I never think of that. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) You know, if you want, you can do a fruit or something that might go well with that might be some fresh cut pineapple as your fruit. So you've got your protein, you've got your fruit, for your veggie, you can do anything. You can do diced carrots. You can do little baby carrots. You can dip in, you know, some kind of vegan ranch dressing, or you could do steamed broccoli or just any kind of veggie. You could make your own French fries, you know, if you really wanted to, if you had a bunch of time and you're really passionate about French fries. So, you know, as far as veggies, you've got that covered. And then grains, I always solve pretty easily. I mean, you've got your brown rice, or you can do a a wonderful vegan toast of some sort, maybe put some garlic powder on top of it. And you've got a complete meal right there. So you don't have to worry about counting the calories or like that. You just focus on those four areas, the fruit, veggie, protein, and grain, and you should be covered. The only thing missing from there would be, you know, some type of calcium rich beverage of some sort. So, 
you know, a soy milk would go nice with dinner. Sometimes the kids like a chocolate soy milk or we'll give them an orange juice fortified with calcium and vitamin D and mm-hmm. that really covers the bases for them. And it's a home run if you can think of each meal that way because oftentimes you'll forget. Yeah, I mean, even with beans and rice, right? You've got the protein, you've got the grains, there's not really a veggie there. So, okay, you need to make a, a side of veg mm-hmm. something or maybe make a carrot apple juice for the kids. Oh, man, that solves everything. Yeah, it's sweet. Got, it's pr- colorful. It's delicious. And it's your fruit and your veg right mm-hmm. there. So you've got carrot apple juice. That's two. Then you've got beans and rice. Boom. Done. You know, I'm getting hungry. Are you sis? <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Me too. Well, it's a different time where you guys are. You guys are on the Pacific it's Coke. dinner time right now. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> yes. Okay. Can we talk a little bit about your workout plan and how you help people with exercise? Because there's this great picture of you and your son on your website. And it's a blog post, I think, a dad's evolution of working out. And there's this great picture of you guys both showing your muscles. And it just looks powerful <laughs> and fun. And like, how do I mean, kids, it's more about just having fun, right? But then how do we train the kids to have fun with working out so that it translates into adulthood. Yeah. My goal is to appear like a superhero to my kids. I want them to see me competing in races and waking up on Saturdays and coming home sweaty from the gym or, you know, bringing my bike up the stairs because I just did a long ride before they woke up. And I want that to be something that's normal to them because whether they know it or not, I'm instilling that in them later in life. And I'm not going to force them to work out, but it's just going to come naturally to them. They're going to want to be physically active. My daughter, my seven-year-old is a dancer, and my son, we tried playing soccer, but it's just not his thing. (laughs) So so he's actually dancing at the studio as well. And um, he's such a stud. Like He loves being up on stage in front of people. And Sometimes when we work out, we'll work out together. I'll put them on my back and do some push-ups. You know, some of them, God, my son's 45 pounds. So, you know, you put a 45-pound <laughs> kid on your back, that's a good workout. Right. Or, you know, we'll just play tag out in the back and stuff like that. It's just important to be active with them and regulate how much they watch TV and talk about why you're making them turn the TV off and go outside and for the first time, we have a backyard in our house. We didn't have a backyard before, so we'd have to drive in the car to the park, which is only a mile away, but still, it's kind of an ordeal to get them in the car and the air conditioning and all that other stuff. So it's really wonderful that we can go out back and, and just play together. My five-year-old son and I did a viral video. It was, it was our most viral video ever. It had a million views in one day. Wow. And it was right after the NBA dunk contest. I don't know. Do you guys, are you familiar with the NBA at all or not so much? A little bit, but not the dunk contest. Okay. So there's this dude, Aaron Gordon, who plays for the Magic, and he was in the dunk contest. And he did not win this year, but he did dunks that were absolutely ridiculous that have never been done before. Mm -hmm. And one of them, he jumped over the Orlando Magic's mascot stuff in a sitting position put the ball, so he's sitting in the air, put the ball under his legs and dunked it. Wow. And so I was like, oh man, I've got to recreate this on my six foot children's hoop in my backyard with my custom Orlando Magic jersey, right? (laughs) With my son. So my son is throwing me alley-oops and I'm like copying the dunks that 
Aaron Gordon did, but it's on a five foot hoop. And the way that I edited it made it look like <laughs> I was hanging in the air, like <laughs> as long as he was. And then the one that tops it all off is I jump over my son in the sitting position <laughs> and dunk it. And I don't know, it was just the right timing, you know, and that's how those things are. It's like, I can't wait to see this. How do we find it on YouTube? What do we search? Well, you know, it was uh, Facebook that went crazy. Oh, okay. So it's on my YouTube channel. You'll see it. But you know how you can now share videos on Facebook and YouTube? Yeah, but you have to use a quick time because otherwise Facebook won't show it to anyone if you post the YouTube. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. That's true. It's their algorithm. But, oh, man. No, it was a Facebook video that did it. But yeah, you can go to my YouTube and just type in, you know, dunk probably and, and find it. Okay. But, it was ridiculous. That's awesome. I love that you're doing all of this with your kids. And like, that's like a part of the current society. Now it's like, okay, in the old days, like your dad came to your soccer day game. Now you make a video with your dad and post it on YouTube and everyone loves it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's things are changing for the better. I think it's been great as long as you can understand that sometimes you got to put down your phone, you know, and actually be with your kids and not be doing stuff in the phone all the time. I, I really try hard to do that. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because like when I was growing up, that it wasn't even an option. And now it's like, I, I don't even know how I'll be as a parent because the phone does distract me from anything I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And so to be really present is going to be, it's like relearning how to be a normal human being. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Sad, but true. Sad, but true. Okay, so you also offer a free grocery guide on your site. So can you tell us a little bit about how people can get it? And what are some of the seven must have fruits and veggies? Yeah, that is so sweet. I work with Whole Foods here locally. And um, I cover three of their stores here in Central Florida. And they're just wonderful to work with. Mm -hmm. And I took a camera and went in there with one of my guys and just kind of walked through what I buy at the grocery store and um, how to keep it as cost effective as possible, but also just get what you need and get out of there. Yeah. <laughs> and um, this, this is the first part of three grocery guide series that I do where if you enter your email in on my site, you know, obviously it's a way to help people be part of the newsletter if they're interested in what I'm doing and they want to learn more. But of this course. grocery guide is that incentive. So with the grocery guide, you'll receive all the info that I mentioned from the video, which I don't talk about, but you also get in an email immediately, you know, after you sign up. And some of those fruits and veggies are, I'd have to go to it real quick and, and look at it. So, you know, I know that I mentioned which ones to buy organic and which ones not to buy organic because it doesn't, it really doesn't matter. Much. Yeah. You know, like bananas, bananas, you know, yep. like bananas are great, but you don't, you don't have to buy them organic unless it's like your top priority. And I talk about, I know I mentioned celery for juicing is huge for me, organic celery and that five pound bag of carrots right next to it to make carrot celery juice and, you know, putting a little bit of ginger in there and also buying fresh lemons. You've got to have lemons on hand all the time. Not only do they make a good decoration, but they also are perfect for your water in the morning for so many different reasons. And um, 
it's just good stuff. So like I said, I haven't looked at it in a while. I have to go back <laughs> to the street guide and memorize, you know, what I have in there. Oh, so. no worries. Lemons are my life. I use them for everything. They come in my CSA and I pay extra to have them delivered like from a local farm and they're obviously organic, but you can use them for cleaning products. You can use them in your hair. You can use them to eat with. You can use them to make dipping sauces. You can use them to make salad dressings. You can put them in your water to alkalize the water. Like the amount of ways that you can use lemon are endless. It's true. It's true. I'm opening it up here for you because I want you I want to make sure that I give you accurate information on what you can find. You should have told me that we're going we're going to market your surprise grocery <laughs> guide. Shameless right, self promotion. I've got it in front of me right now. Okay, see, so yeah, we talk about the lemons, apples, avocados, well, grapes. Don't, don't give everything away. Yeah, I know. Just make give a I teaser. talk about why you should buy local food and I mentioned a couple of useful apps that are Really good for the grocery store, too. There, is that teaser enough? <laughs> That's good. Yes. Okay, so find out the apps. You have to go to your you website, go. which is leangreendad.com, right? <laughs> that is correct. Apparently, Lean- I can't say yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, leangreendad.com. That's it. All right. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. Can you tell everyone your Facebook, your Twitter, how they can find you, stalk you, follow you? Yes, stalk me very easily. All you have to remember is Lean Green Dad. I am at Lean Green Dad on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest. I have a YouTube channel and it is all very accessible from the website leangreendad.com. Love it. And can you leave us with a tweetable? If I were to pick a tweetable, I would have to go with go the extra mile for your family. And that's what we do on a daily basis, whether it's food, or working out, or just being present and active with your children. I love that. So if you like that, tweet it to the Lean Green Dad, at Lean Green Dad. Tweet it to us, at Food Heals Nation. Use the hashtag Food Heals Podcast so we can see your posts. Thank you so much for being here, Corey. We really appreciate it. It's been a blast. You got it. You're the best. Thank you. You too. We have a special announcement. That's right. You've heard us talking about and hinting at some of the exciting things we're working on for you. Today, we are thrilled to announce the pre-launch of the Food Heals VIP Club. Not launched yet. We're going to launch soon. We want to tell you all about it now. The Food Heals VIP Club is a members-only club. It's a holistic lifestyle brand where Susie and I will teach you strategies and classes in the fields of nutrition, spirituality, and entrepreneurship. (laughs) You know Allie's happy when she's singing. Those are our favorite things. (laughs) Those are my favorite things. For real. We love talking about them. We love having guests on to talk about them. And we love teaching them to you. To learn more about what we're offering, go to foodhealsvip.com. Should we give them a little... Should we give them a little taste of what we're working on, Allie? I think I think we should. All right. <laughs> we're working on classes developed specifically for you, our Food Heals Nation. So we asked you what you wanted, you told us what you wanted, and now we're answering. The classes we are developing now include Dream Bigger, How to Become a Manifestation Maven. Yes, Podcast Greenlight, Marketing and Monetization Success Strategies. The Vitality Cleanse, How to Heal Your Body from the Inside Out. And we have so much more to come. Sign up now to be one of the first to hear about the launch of the exclusive Food Heals VIP Club and get a discount code for 20% off your membership for life. For life. That's like forever. I know. Like it never expires. Nope. Who else does that? No one does that. No one. Because we want to make it easy and affordable for you to be a part of the club. 
for life means you will get a discount for any classes we offer anytime. So the site hasn't launched yet. Please bear with us. We will have so many classes available soon. Just get on the mailing list. You can find out all the dirty details. That's foodhealsvip.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to actually start using their $39.99 a month gym membership. If you experience any of these symptoms, Snapchat your trainer immediately.